This is Weather Jazz. Here's your host, Andre Bernier. Well, your ears are not deceiving you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This is episode number 104 for Wednesday, April 1st, 2020. It's not an April Fool's joke. And uh, I'm actually outside with my portable recording studio. It's amazing where technology has jammed into a very, very small uh, piece of equipment that I can handhold and uh, take with me on the road to do uh, segments like this. And uh, I've used this before for previous segments, but uh, maybe not to the extent that I'm going to. And uh, so I thought I'd take you with me on my power walk. You see, in these unusual times, obviously getting exercise is something uh, that uh, is maybe a little more challenging these days. Uh, because the gyms have pretty much closed, and all for very, very good reasons, I might add. So um, I have to get a little, as everybody else too, a little creative in getting exercise. So that's why I have decided to take you with me today on my power walk to talk about some of the things that have been going on in my life and and uh, I'm sure, to some degree, uh, things that you have observed from television news broadcasts these days. So, let's start this brand new month off with with some hope, because uh, it is my desire that uh, maybe in a month or two or so from now, we'll be able to look back on this and say, yeah, the extra effort at social distancing, the extra effort at staying at home and limiting exposure has all been worth it. And uh, now we're going to emerge on the other side better. And that's really a choice. And I'll talk a little bit more about some of the things that uh, I personally, along with my family, have done in order to kind of turn this on its head And yeah, there are a lot of inconveniences, no kidding. Uh, However, there's an opportunity to grow personally and as a family and uh, as a culture and as a nation and as a member of the world population as well. One of the first things I want to talk to you a little bit about, though, is what we have been doing Uh, in terms of uh, television news uh, broadcasts. I'm sure you've noticed that uh, so many of us have uh, pretty much been staying at home. And we're pushing the envelope of technology. And uh, we are doing segments from home, uh, as well as weather segments from home, sports uh, segments from home. That's one of the things that I've been doing since March 19th of uh, this year. My weather segments have been from home, and uh, so periodically I get questions uh, both in my email folder, my uh, public email folder, or on Twitter, or on Instagram, uh, saying, well, I see you doing this, you must be uh, doing these broadcasts from home by implementing certain things. And, uh, well, the answer to that question is, well, kind of, sort of, yes and no, 
unfortunately, the, the public at large really not having a firm grasp of what it takes to do that. It uh, takes a lot more than just being at home and being on your cell phone and submitting your reports that way. So uh, I'm hoping to, as best as I can, explain to you what a weathercast from home looks like uh, and what it takes. And uh, it takes a couple of elements. At, at the very, very least, it takes three um, pieces of hardware to do that. People say, oh, you just set up your phone and you talk into it. Well, not quite. It, it isn't that easy. And uh, it, it isn't as easy as just pulling out your iPad and just uh, saying, hey, tune me in. I mean, we have the capability of doing that with live Facebook feeds and all of that uh, all of that technology that is available even to the average everyday person. But when it comes to a television news broadcast, and in particular in this case a weathercast, the elements that are needed, much, much more complex. Okay, so what does it take? Well, first of all, you need a feed, a video feed, to go to the station. How do we do that? Well, right now there's a, a new kind of technology which uses cell phone signals to deliver a video feed back to the station. And there are a number, number of companies that do that, but one of them uh, that is employed is called DeGiro. And uh, so what we do is we use this, this uh, feed that compresses the video in high def so that the, the um, station essentially receives the feed in high definition. And that includes an audio feed. Now, for uh, a lot of uh, people who don't have the capability of plugging in a hard wire mic, it simply uses the microphone on the iPad or the iPhone and sends it. And that's why perhaps at times uh, some of these reports, the audio sounds a little hollow. And uh, I think people get the fact that we have to do that in order to get that feed to the station. In my case, uh, I've had an audio studio uh, for a while at my home, and I've been able to utilize some of the equipment. So the, those of you that have been watching, you may have noticed that I have a rather uh, large microphone that looks like it comes from a studio, and in fact it does. It's a Blue Yeti, and uh, it has a pop screen on it, and uh, I had to get an adapter in order to get that audio into the device that sends the video and audio feed to the station, which I was able to do, and it works great. So my audio and several others at Fox 8 in Cleveland um, have been able to hardwire uh, the audio so that it sounds uh, pretty decent. All right, that's the first element. The second element is the fact that we have to control our weather graphics from home. And so we do that using another computer, remotely logging in 
and uh, not only creating the graphics that uh, you see on television, but also having to change them. Uh, so as we're talking, we have to change them. We do that remotely with a second computer. But there's a third element which is really necessary, and that is the ability to hear the news anchors tossing to you live. And we do that with a third telephone, which goes directly into our ears so that we can hear. And it's called a mix-minus line. And uh, you're probably wondering, well, what does that mean? Mix-minus, essentially, you're taking the mix from the audio board at the television station and feeding it through the telephone to the news talent's uh, ear by phone remotely. And the minus part is they essentially remove your audio from the feed back into your ear. Otherwise, there would be a delay, slight delay, and that uh, delay would be enough to really um, be very distracting. In other words, if, if you start talking and hear yourself saying the same thing over one second later in your ear, that would be distracting. So they essentially remove that from the mix and thus the minus. They call it a mix minus line. So those are the three absolute essential elements that are needed. Now, in my case, from time to time, when I'm not doing weather on my deck outside, I am uh, in my home studio with a, a big television monitor that I put some graphics in, and that's the fourth element for me. I use uh, another iPad mini, in this case, to feed a giant television screen some of the graphics that you see periodically from time to time. So getting ready for programs is actually... Uh, very time-consuming, um, perhaps even a little more time-consuming than it would be uh, if we were actually there at the station, where we don't have to worry about all of those items. Uh, we're there, we can hear the anchors when we're actually in the studio. We are at the station, we can create the graphics using the weather computer that we have. Um, and we can control the graphics with the wireless clicker that we have in our hand. And we don't need to feed a big TV monitor with additional graphics from another source. So all of these things have to be thought of uh, in order to make that work. That is how complex it is. And by the way, lighting is also key. In my case, I ran out and got some extra uh, lighting, which is um, what, what we call 5K lighting or daylight lighting. Uh, and I flood my uh, little area that, uh, that I do these uh, indoor weather broadcasts from with light because the more light you have, the better uh, the resolution and the color rendition and, and just the video quality will be. So I hope that answers your question. For those that have said, hey, I see you using an iPad, you must use an iPad to do this. Well, that's just one element of it. It's a lot more complex. Um, but um, 
we are essentially pushing technology to its uh, very, very limit. And it's an interesting exercise because who would have ever thought two months ago that we would be doing that? It's a crazy, crazy time, but uh, it sure is interesting. And it's interesting, and it is a privilege to be able to do that uh, from home. And yes, I am walking in some gravel. So <laughs> so you're going to hear from time to time periodically some things. And I'm walking past a stream right now, a very, very light gurgling stream. Maybe you can hear it off in the background along with the birds. So what am I doing personally uh, in order to take this time and to turn it into a positive? And uh, part of it is um, the fact that uh, we all have a little extra time uh, in order to, um, to invest. You can invest it by doing all kinds of things. Sure, you can watch Netflix and get caught up on your favorite series or maybe start a new one. Um, and I may do that, uh, but that's not going to be where I place most of my investment. Most of my investment will be with my family uh, when I'm able, because my son has been working from home too, and uh, he just graduated from Liberty University last year, and he is still with us at the at the current time. Uh, so we're taking advantage of that and just really bonding together as a as a family. Second, and this has been a challenge that was given to me by uh, Pastor Gunnar Ingi Gunnarsson. He is a pastor of a church in Reykjavik, Iceland, uh, whom I've known now for the last couple of years. And, uh, of course, they are in lockdown, too. And I believe it's something like 10% of the... Uh, population of Iceland is in quarantine, uh, and they're doing everything that they can, too, just like we are here, to prevent the spread and to flatten the curve. And uh, he essentially uh, challenged uh, everyone to perhaps uh, get into God's Word, uh, reading the Bible a little more uh, frequently. And that's what uh, Mike Lindell from My Pillow. Uh, suggested yesterday uh, during a, a press conference uh, of uh, a lot of CEOs that got together that are essentially changing their companies over from manufacturing what they normally manufacture to what is needed, medical supplies, masks, that kind of thing. Uh, so Pastor Gunnar suggested uh, perhaps doing that or getting into a program called the uh, version. Uh, and they have a number of uh, of uh, Bible reading plans. Now, I've re read through the Bible a number of times, uh, but not very methodically. It's uh, basically as a result of personal study, getting ready for uh, messages at churches, because I do do that. Uh, right now, I'm an interim pastor at New Promise Church in Kirtland, Ohio. Now we're holding services online right now, but I still have to do um, some kind of study for the passages that we're going to be um, doing. But I've never methodically gone through a one-year reading plan, per se. So I thought, hey, you know what? This is a great opportunity to start. So on March 31st, yesterday, I started that plan on version. 
And uh, so I'm going to complete that plan uh, on March 30th, 2021. And it's uh, it's a great challenge, and I'm looking forward to it already having uh, uh, just with day one. Haven't done day, do, day two yet. That'll be coming up for me today. Uh, that'll be something that, that I'm looking forward to doing on a daily basis and hopefully keeping up with it. So um, what are you doing with this time um, in order to, to make better use of the time? And, and here is something that uh, our family chatted about last night at the dinner table as we enjoy dinner. And that is the fact that, yeah, we're all making some adjustments in spending time differently. But what are we going to learn here in the next 30 days that will have a lasting impact in how we will live our lives when everything goes back to normal. And indeed it will. Uh, are, are we going to go back to what we were doing, maybe distracted by too many things? Um, are we going to keep the habits that we're developing now, the good ones, and somehow uh, weaving them into life, uh, keeping our families closer in touch, uh, becoming more family-oriented, uh, maybe more reading, whether it's your Bible or whether it's uh, a novel every few months or so. What are you going to do in order to kind of keep the good things that are happening as a result of having to hunker down. And uh, not that hunkering down is a good thing, and uh, not that the reason is a good reason. It's not. It's the coronavirus, and uh, let's do everything that we can, humanly possible, to render that virus a non-issue. And uh, that will happen eventually. And uh, with God's help and a lot of prayer, uh, that uh, that will occur. Uh, that's what our family believes. And one of the, by the way, just FYI, if you're looking for one passage in Scripture to hang your hat on in this season, it is my recommendation that you check out Psalm 91. Psalm 91, great psalm for the season in which we are journeying together. Well, I've rambled on for a long period of time, and I've hoped that I've answered some questions and maybe perhaps given you some ideas on uh, what to do as we journey through the season together. Will we do this again? Oh, I think perhaps we will. And by the way, I do have some great uh, topics that I'd like to, uh, to share with everybody, uh, including... Uh, a wonderful gentleman from Vermont who's, uh, you know, no longer living, but this is something that happened uh, back in the 1800s when um, Krakatoa essentially spewed just millions and millions of tons of dust into the air and caused the, the summer that never came in the uh, late 1800s. 
And we'll talk more about that and what he did on a humanitarian level that he could have really taken full advantage of, but didn't. Instead, he decided that he was going to take a situation that uh, developed for him in a positive way and turn it around so that it essentially ministered to everybody in the area, in the Northeast in particular. So that's coming up along with a a whole stack of things that I have uh, just waiting to elaborate on in future episodes of Weather Jazz. This is kind of a long one today, uh, but... um, I wanted you to take uh, a journey with me as I took my power walk. Right now, I am uh, stopped listening to the birds. And that's another positive, too. When you're taking walks and listening to things around you, it gives you a, uh, a an outlook which is uplifting. I love the sound. Hey, everybody. Good talking to you. We'll do it again on a an upcoming episode of Weather Jazz. Stay tuned, and hopefully I'm going to be releasing a whole bunch of these now that we are in the month of April, uh, just to keep you busy and uh, keep me busy as well. <music> ¶¶